0: If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try your call again. Ask me out.
1: Ask me out. Boy, ask me out. Just ask me out. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast, Ask Me Out. Today, we're going to be talking about dating and trauma and how that affects the relationship. And I have a lovely guest with me today who is a therapist. She's going to give us a, her opinion on this topic. And um, Alexis, go ahead and give us a little background about you so we can introduce yourself to everyone. Okay.
2: Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Yeah, you're
1: welcome. <laughs> um, I'm
2: so excited to be here. So I am a licensed mental health therapist. I am licensed in both Florida and Georgia. Um, and I practice as a uh, licensed clinical social worker in my own private practice, um, and so I work part time essentially uh-huh. um, doing mental health therapy for clients. I'm also a full time social worker um, within the Gwinnett County School Board, um, and then a certified personal trainer. So part of okay. what I do is like a very holistic view of the person, right? Mm-hmm. And so. For some people, I do training and therapy. For some people, I just do therapy. Okay. Um, but my practice in itself is really about the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. Um, I graduated from the Florida State University. Yes, yes I am a Seminole, um, and I have my bachelor's degree as well as my master's degree in social work. Um, and then, like I said, my license in both Georgia and Florida. Oh,
0: nice! Yes, so
2: I'm super excited to be here to talk about. Um, something that I deal with on a daily basis, you know, uh, different personally, of course, mm-hmm. but also working with other people who may be struggling with different mental health disorders, or they are not diagnosed with mental health disorder, but they're just they're just dealing with life.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and
2: so I think that's what this conversation will will really be about. Yes,
1: yes, we want to dive in so we can become better, better right? people, better absolutely. People. Absolutely. Um. So let's let start with um. What is trauma? Like, we use that word a lot, and I feel like just defining what trauma is is a, a good start. Okay. <laughs> so, trauma is essentially
2: a distressing um, experience, mm-hmm. or you know, um, the occurrence of distressing experiences mm-hmm. that people have in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you think about the word distress, um, Essentially, it's just a moment of time or, you know, it could be a short period of time. It could be an extended period of time where someone is feeling overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. um, shocked. Um, It could be any any of those feelings or those emotions. Um, It could be surprise, depending on, you know, um, what the traumatic incident is. Mm -hmm. Essentially, though, it is just a distressing um, event that occurs in someone's life and it has a lasting effect. Um, in their life, in their life, yeah,
0: yes,
1: I think that 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 makes sense to me because it feels like trauma is like you said a major, the kind of like a major event mm-hmm. that sticks with you for, for longer long than maybe you just you really wanted to. Yeah. But and I
2: think also the thing about the word trauma is it's just distress, so it's mm-hmm. it, it doesn't say whether it's positive or negative, right? But we know there can be positive stress and negative stress, mm-hmm. um and we know they can have different res- people can have different responses based on. Their personalities or their circumstances, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think at the root of it is just this event that happened that um, caused you to be to experience some kind of tension, shock, um, anxiety, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, um, and it results in lasting effects in lasting your life. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. So, what are some different types of trauma? Okay. So.
2: Trauma can present in different ways, but the, the main ones is, you know, emotional trauma, mm, okay. physical trauma. Um, for some people, there's spiritual trauma. Mm. Um,
1: so physical trauma is something like that affects you physically, like you can't, like people who stop talking or is that? So
2: I think the trauma itself is the incident that occurs. Oh, a physical right? incident. Right. Oh, so, for example, okay. um, physical abuse, a person mm, enduring physical abuse, mm. being beaten, being spanked. Um, excessively Mm. for some people depending on their personality being spanked or beaten by let's say a random person and not their parent right the way in which they're harmed Mm. that can be considered physical trauma it can also look like in a car accident Mm. right okay yeah that's true anything Mm. that caused physical um physical harm Mm. or damage um to you Mm -hmm. right or in your presence to be considered mm-hmm. physical trauma okay right um emotional trauma is I think one that kind of creeps by us mm-hmm. it's a lot sil- it's a lot more silent um you don't really think that it'll have as much as a, of an effect on you mm-hmm. um, and that can come in many forms right so for some people, emotional trauma looks like um neglect mm-hmm. abandonment um manipulation in yeah. relationships yeah, that's true um blaming um anything basically that is distressing to a person and their emotional well-being can be considered emotional trauma pregnancy Mm. right that can have an emotional traumatic um, an emotionally traumatic effect on a person Mm -hmm. male or female Mm. you know for some people i think the way you look at it is just it's based on the circumstances Mm -hmm. so for a woman Giving birth can be very emotionally traumatic It can be physically traumatic But for a male, for example If your partner goes unconscious Or they have um, An issue with Mm -hmm. the pregnancy That can cause emotional trauma On a person So I think sometimes it can be really, really big events Or it could be really, really small events It just depends on the individual And how it affects them Mm -hmm. Emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, spiritually So emotional trauma is one Um, I think there's So I think within sexual trauma Mm -hmm. is another, Mm -hmm. right? So people who have experienced sexual abuse, sexual exploitation, Mm -hmm. whether it be adults or during your childhood, um, we see that a lot of sexual trauma occurs during childhood, which is where I think a lot of people are most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, And they still and it continues to affect them as adults. Mm -hmm. And then you also see people who experience sexual trauma, whether it be um, accidental because I think sometimes we explore and we experiment and things happen to us, yeah.
1: right? And then um, that communication during the process, because even the person that is, you know, doing the trauma, yeah. they don't maybe even realize that they're they're, they're doing, it doing it because it. you're not comfortable enough to even vocalize it. Having right. that communication, is, right? And know, I think
2: that's, I think the biggest thing about trauma itself is identifying when we've been traumatized mm. because i think the word trauma gets thrown around yeah and i think it gets thrown around in the right way sometimes okay but i think we minimize it because of the way people use it yeah and it's so normal now yes right? mm-hmm. but it's not when 50%. you think about it trauma is very normal mm, i think true, a lot true, of yeah. times people use it maybe like from a victim perspective mm-hmm. but if you experience trauma essentially you are a victim Right. But I think the knowledge of the words that we're using and like sometimes maybe the overuse of those words or using them in times where you kind of trying to get what you want out of a situation or out of a person. Or we're trying to skate accountability. Mm. Right. For our behaviors. Mm. Trauma is used. But when you just
1: think about the basic. That's a big one. Escaping the accountability mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a big one in dating <laughs> oh i'm going through something and that's why i ghosted you for two weeks mm-hmm. you ain't thinking about the trauma you, you reporting on me right like.
2: <laughs> but yes, yeah, it yeah. is something that you experience while dating mm-hmm. which we'll talk about yeah um and so it makes it so that the word trauma is like girl you ain't well you ain't going through nothing Ooh. you know because it's it's used in a way sometimes to justify behaviors yeah. and to justify um defense mechanisms It's not used to it's not used in a positive light okay. and so i think defining trauma for what it is everybody
0: yeah
2: to some degree experiences trauma, trauma yeah. covid in itself yeah was a traumatic event for everyone yeah. yeah like right so there's i think even if you weren't if you didn't experience it as intense as another person mm-hmm. COVID was traumatic yeah. for the entire world, right? right? So I think coming to an understanding that the word trauma in itself is something that we all experience all the time, sometimes multiple times a day mm-hmm. and we don't even know it, yeah. right? Um, Makes it easier for us to understand. Mm-hmm. That was I
1: think, something we talked about off camera was identifying mm-hmm. trauma, like knowing that it's happened, right. happened to you because you probably can't always identify it in the, while it's happening, because mm-hmm. you you're just like you know going through it. going through the most and at the end of the day, I think we're programmed to obviously become survivors, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever I got to do to survive this moment, I'm gonna do it, and then we'll worry about yeah the yeah. The, the the fallout later, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So. But I
2: think with them, like you said, like a lot of times we're just surviving, mm-hmm. or we're just trying to. It's a, it's literally a part of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the more that we talk about the things that we go through and the things that we deal with, which is why I think I love therapy so much, is because I'm not weak because I experienced a traumatic event. Traumatic events happen whether I'm a good person, I'm a bad person, whether I did something right or did something wrong. Sometimes things happen to us. Sometimes things happen because of the decisions we make. Mm -hmm. But like we don't get to determine all the time the traumatic Incidents or the traumatic responses that we have. And I think the more that people recognize that trauma is a part of our lifestyles, it is a part of life itself. It is sometimes what makes us stronger, mm. right? And yeah. it is sometimes what helps us grow. It's sometimes what helps us heal, but it's also something that if it's not, um, it's not talked about, if you're not recognizing, if you're not identifying it, it could be the reason why we make Um, tough or bad decisions
1: and then they keep going in that cycle like over and over again like why am I keep getting the same responses absolutely yeah
2: right so I think because it's so um, negatively identified when you think of trauma people Mm -hmm. just want to I'm not I don't go through trauma I'm Mm -hmm. not dealing with trauma nothing's wrong with me I'm healed you know you never really deal with it. Yeah. And we don't identify that it is a daily, it is a part of our lives, regardless of what walk of life we're going through. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that is the main thing for trauma. Yeah. It's a distressing event or an event that occurred that has some kind of effect on
0: you.
1: Yeah. In the long term. Do you feel like there's, well, now that we're kind of transitioning from like the, the basis of trauma and, and kind of talking about dating, mm-hmm. um, do you feel like one affects, one type of trauma affects dating more, like hinders? Affects dating more. Maybe good, bad, or indifferent. I don't know. I think that
2: because we have so many different experiences, Mm -hmm. every experience affects who you are as a person and how you show up in the world. So I think that the way that I kind of pose it to my clients is think about your day. Think about what you endured maybe from going to get coffee this morning. To get into this point today. Mm-hmm. You've had several stressful, maybe or unstressful moments, right? Mm-hmm. Chill mm-hmm. moments, but you probably had a couple of encounters that were frustrating, yeah. distressing, yeah. aggravating, mm-hmm. irritating, mm-hmm. right? Not all of them are gonna be considered traumatic, but they altered how you felt yeah. in that moment. Right. And even how you interacted with other people afterwards. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, right? right? Sometimes it's like it's justifiable, yes. and sometimes I flew off the hinges because yeah. Right. So when you think about just the day to day stressors Mm -hmm. that you endured and then you think about emotional trauma that could have that occurred, um, physical, sexual, um, or if you take away one of those, you still experience trauma. And so the traumas that you experience in your childhood and in adulthood during dating, Mm -hmm. if not dealt with or if not identified, They all have an effect on who you are as a person and how you deal with dating or who you date, who you choose to date, date. how you show up as a person in the dating scene, right? The people, the people you interact with, the spaces that you're
1: in. I think it's, it's like all of them, all of them are contributing in some way. Yeah, they're all all part of the, Absolutely. <laughs> the, the process into the answers that we're needing. yeah, <laughs> yes. so you got to tap on all of them. Yes, yeah. Um, so how can uh, past traumas, I guess, impact, well, we said it kind of impact dating styles and, over, and um, overcome. Let's see. Do so you feel like it affects um, men or women differently when it comes to, like, traumas? I think that and trauma ex- is always kind of past tense in a sense when mm-hmm. we're talking about mm-hmm. it, right?
2: Yeah. I agree. I think, um, I think biologically, the way we're created, mm-hmm. um, there's this notion that we respond differently mm-hmm. to things. So, going in that direction, yes. But I think that it's less about man and woman and mm-hmm. more about individual to individual. Okay. Because I feel like some men have had experiences that they probably. That probably identify closer with a woman's experience mm-hmm. and they deal with it differently or the same, mm-hmm. right? Their response to that may look different mm-hmm. from another man, mm-hmm. right? And I also think there are certain factors that indicate how a person will deal with trauma, mm-hmm. right? So their support system, you know, the resources that they had after the trauma, right? So if we're using an example, you have two people that were born in poverty. Some one one person or you can use both men. One person may have a supportive family and mm. the other may have been neglected. Mm. They may have a parent that's extremely hard on them, but that's not present. Yeah. Right. And so those two men deal with. The circumstances differently, really? yeah. right. Or even if they had this, there's never this. No person has the same mm-hmm.
0: experience, experience. Yeah. even twin men, yeah, twin, twins. you know, fraternal yeah. twins or
2: identical twins. Mm-hmm. Their experience to things is so different. Yeah. And so you see that they may experience the same thing at the same time, but one dealt with it differently and the other dealt with it differently. Yeah. So I think it's it's really less about whether men or women deal with it the same Mm. or differently and more about the individual impact that that person Mm. that a traumatic incident has on that person.
1: Well, that's good. That's a good good perspective, because for me personally, I'd be like. I feel like we deal with it differently, mm-hmm. only from from my experience, because I feel like women are used to talking about their feelings. Mm-hmm. Obviously, just naturally, it seems like societies, you know, kind of makes that environment normal. And then men don't seem to want to talk about it as much. Have you, as, you ever been around a man that's quite articulate? Yeah, but and I will say this: I've been around men who are when they're articulate about their vulnerability, their feelings, and their trauma. Mm-hmm. It, it comes after like a course of time of their life experience like I feel like like men later in their life to me are more vocal for, to me personally mm-hmm. like they went through something like a you know well in dating in particular, like a mm-hmm. couple of relationships maybe they've been divorced you know they they kind of actually had to go back and do some self-work because they had they've had like a major life change, okay. a major life shift. So I feel like those men to me are more articulate when it comes to expressing their feelings and past traumas that have affected their past relationships and what they have done mm-hmm. to like heal themselves, to move forward. Cause a lot of people say I'm healed, but they'll never tell you like exactly what mm-hmm. they really healed from. They just want to say, Oh, I'm over it. And right. I, that means I'm healed. Right. You know what I mean? So essentially you feel like <clears throat> men are less articulate
2: as maybe as they're going through things or with what it is that they're going through yeah, versus what, women.
1: Yeah, I feel like,
2: Ooh, I think, me. I guess, generalizing because mm-hmm. there are some women yeah, who are. Yeah,
1: because there's always an anomaly, mm-hmm. right? There's yeah. always an exception. Yeah. Right. But so, yeah, so I just like, I guess I'm coming from like a, a mass, a, you know, mm-hmm. if we want to do percentages or yeah. whatever. I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just from my experience, I feel like that because I feel um, sometimes men just, they say that they're they're over it, but they're really not. Yeah, yeah. I think I think, and mean, could, we do that too. I'm not saying we don't do it, but yeah. I feel like they do
0: it on a larger. Maybe.
2: I think it could go both ways, mm-hmm. and I think it goes back to like the a lot of where I find people get their communication patterns, their their defense mechanisms, the way they deal with trauma and vulnerability. Is based on how they were raised mm-hmm. and how they were nurtured mm-hmm. or lack thereof mm-hmm. or the support system that they had. Mm-hmm. So I agree in the generalization of men in comparison mm-hmm. to women. We're told that we're more emotional, yeah. emotionally vocal and verbal about mm-hmm. what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And men tend to be more stoic. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to deal with things on their own. They tend mm-hmm. to not talk about things. Right. Um, I think history has showed us that that's, I don't know that that's more hormonal or chemically, mm, or or more yeah. like how they were raised, raised and taught yeah. to mm-hmm. to deal with their emotions. I you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if that's like a biological thing, yeah. Versus like
1: that's how, a good point. I don't know about the the study on that part because I know I've heard like you know statistically they say like more men. Um, even particularly black men are committing suicide you know mm-hmm. you hear about mm-hmm. that now and, and things like that so just the whole idea of mental health and, mm-hmm. and expressing that and realizing that they are going through things and how they deal with it and even having is, the space right, right like having when space. you think about how <laughs> men are raised in comparison to right. women right.
2: we tell boys or we they we tend to tell boys stop crying right. suck it up right? ain't nothing wrong with you the girl is like what's wrong with you, what's bothering you, talk to me, cry, feel what you feel. Mm -hmm. So I think that the response to it can be different based on that person's individual upbringing, but I try my best not to generalize it as like we deal with it differently. And so I think when I say like it's not necessarily man versus woman, it's more like that individual circumstance Mm -hmm. because you got to think a lot of stuff goes into individual circumstances, Mm -hmm. including like people don't like to talk about it, but zodiacs. (laughs)
1: Okay, I'm a Capricorn. Okay,
0: <laughs> it really,
1: okay. You, you said it right now, a Capricorn. You, you all right, okay. Y'all met a couple. We ain't real vocal sometimes. You, you know, y'all, y'all really bossy
2: and like, like a Capricorn. You know, so I think those things really do play a
0: role. Mm. There are certain personality traits, yeah, certain things right about,
2: about Leos mm-hmm. They different. You know, there are certain things about what are you? I'm a Pisces. I'm an expensive
1: the oh, therapist. You know what I'm I just, saying? You know what I do saying? like Pisces. We get along. Yeah, my niece who here, I'll tell you a the therapist. She's okay. a Pisces too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, but we have,
2: you know, we yeah. have things and traits about yeah. ourselves.
1: So I think it's like, it's,
2: it's like a big old milk. I yeah. think of like, you ever seen that meme where they, the person got a bowl and they're Like this is what God gave me. This is what he didn't give me. Mm. Right. Like You have a little bit of the biological and the science, Mm -hmm. right? The time, the date you were born, what those traits look like. Then you have the parents you were born to, how they nurtured you, what environments they put you in, how they talk to you. Did they give you an opinion? Did they give you a space to speak? Mm -hmm. Right. Did they shut you down? Mm -hmm. Did they make you right? Did they make you feel like you weren't valued or worthy? Then you start dating. Did you go to college with all black people? Did you go to a college where you're around other people, Mm -hmm. other people of different races? All these things, right? Then you have experiences dating, right? Like <laughs> starting in middle school and high school, right? How yes. were you treated? Did you mm. feel worthy? Did you feel handsome? Did people call mm. you ugly? Were you bullied? Right. Right? So like all these different things going into this bowl, this big mesh of traumatic incidents mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Experiencing divorce.
0: Yeah.
2: They play a role in who you are and how you show up in the world now. Um, and so I think there is a difference. We talk about, you know, generalizations of how men and women maybe deal with things. Um, but I think that it, it, it does matter to me more so about that individual's. Um, upbringing and how they were taught to deal
1: Mm. with emotions. So you basically feel like environment is more weighted than... I think it's a mixture. Nature versus nurture. I I think it's a bit of nurture and a bit bit of nature. Uh,
0: uh,
1: So let's see. um, Can trauma improve your dating experience?
2: Okay, so let's give some examples of how trauma can affect dating negatively. Okay. Right. So I think First of all, as a therapist, I'm not exempt from trauma Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and from trauma affecting my dating life. Right. As is no one. Right. So I think depending on what those dating experiences have been. um, For me, I think it's the way I show up dating now in my 30s. um, Mm. I'm affected by them. For example, being with a manipulator being with someone who would bend a story to get the outcome that they want. I noticed that it made me um, over communicate. It made me a bit Mm. anxious about what people thought about me. I felt like a lot of times um, because he, this particular person or in my dating experience, like um, he would make me feel like I was annoying Mm. because he didn't know how to accept someone being supportive or being there, Mm -hmm. or it was his way of getting out of being held accountable. Mm -hmm. When I'm dating young, you know, my younger self, I'm finding myself being like worried that somebody would ghost me. Mm -hmm. So the moment they don't respond or the moment that something happens or something's off about their communication style, I'm like, what's going on with you? I feel like I got to check you. I'm super anxious. Mm -hmm. And that person feels it. Right. So I think a lot of times the trauma that's not dealt with, Mm-hmm. um we put the responsibility on another person on a new person that they don't deserve mm-hmm. right i think that could be one outcome of of not dealing with your trauma childhood adulthood yeah. dating and how it can spill over into, spill over too yeah into the you're dating like now
1: yeah i i agree with you on that it's um It affects it negatively, but then um, when you learn from something, I feel like it improves the process, right? And then you learn how to even let people know, like, okay, this is something that bothers me because that's also power as well. Absolutely. Saying, this is something I don't want. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and sometimes you feel like in dating that you have to tolerate certain things in order for someone to like
0: you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: you know because it's like oh well, you're not married or you're you don't have this person because you're this that and the other mm-hmm. so then you're like oh, okay well let me tolerate it still didn't work yeah,
0: yeah. you know so it's just like, end up getting run over right and right
1: mm-hmm. so it's like better to be you know comfortable in yourself and be bold enough to say no I don't, I like, I don't that. like that yeah right. and I think um the older we get, the mm-hmm. more
2: mature we become, we have more experiences. Yeah. Um, the good things that come out of healing from traumatic events is learning more about myself, yeah. about yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
2: what you like and what you don't like, mm-hmm. what makes you feel a certain way, what triggers you. Right. Yeah. Because if I don't know what triggers me, then I'm going to be contri- I'm going to be triggered consistently mm-hmm. or quite often. And then I can't articulate to you what you're
1: doing to trigger me. Right. That's a big one. Knowing your triggers, Mm -hmm. because um, I know like there's things that I don't like, but sometimes I don't realize like the trigger because you know, like something will trigger it, but then it manifests completely Mm -hmm. and you realize it. Then you're like, okay, yeah, well I don't like that, but you didn't realize the initiation of Mm -hmm. the trigger. Right. So like, I'm assuming like
2: you're, let's say you're dating Mm -hmm. and a person does something and it's like, I'm not gonna worry about it. I don't want. I don't want to be. I don't want to trip on him this way. Right, I don't know right. if it's me or if it's him, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So then I don't say anything about it, or mm-hmm. I don't know how to say something, yeah. or I don't want to say anything because I don't want this person to stop talking to me, right? You don't right. want to lose the connection. I or, don't want to lose the connection. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what that is is reinforcing this behavior that this yeah. person is is doing, right. and I'm going to constantly be triggered yeah, every I time do they do it, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think in learning myself mm-hmm. or learning yourself in therapy, learning what you like and what you don't like or what triggers you. It doesn't give you an excuse to be a certain way, yeah. but I think it notifies you of what it is that's happening so that you can articulate mm-hmm. what's going on or you can learn how to cope with whatever it is you may be dealing with.
1: Because mm-hmm. this is a you problem. Yeah, because that's, that's a good point too. Like it is a you problem. Mm-hmm. So maybe always it isn't the person stopping it mm-hmm. always. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it could be that you're like, Well, for me, you know, like we were talking about ghosting earlier, you know, like if you're taking forever to respond and I'm like, okay, what's going on? Are you just doing that on purpose Mm -hmm. or is this who you are, Mm -hmm. you know, and is it like you were saying, is it a me problem or is this just a standard for me that I expect, you know, some type of priority Mm -hmm. when it comes to decency and respect right Right. respecting my feelings and me as an in my time yeah right right. so there's like like you're saying there's kind of a combination of okay I'm accepting this person maybe I okay you don't have to respond to me immediately I'll give you five hours (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it (laughs) I don't don't like like it it. I don't like it you didn't respond within an hour but I'm gonna give you five because it's like I'm giving you some leeway to be you, but also I want you to respect me as well.
2: And even thinking about, I think the more, like you said, the more I know me, the more I get to understand whether or not it's something I can deal with. Or you can deal with. Right. right? Because or you
1: compromise on at all. That
2: mm-hmm. idea of you should be responding to me within an hour could be anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right?
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. This person could be having life happening. Right. Exactly. And you are upset because they haven't responded to you within a time frame that you think is appropriate. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I'm not even considerate because of what I've been through and because of how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not a priority. It's not that you're not a priority. That may be the conclusion that you've drawn based on mm-hmm. what you've been through, but it could be that this person is occupied. Cause guess what? I just met you.
0: Yeah. I just met you.
2: Mm -hmm. It doesn't make you less important, but I had a whole life before before I met you, you, right? Mm -hmm. I have a job. Mm -hmm. I have responsibilities. You want a responsible man, I got to take care of my responsibilities Mm -hmm. in order to communicate with you, Mm -hmm. but I think when we are seeing things through that lens of trauma Mm -hmm. and we're not identifying where it's coming from, we want and expect things that are sometimes unrealistic, Mm -hmm. right? They're sometimes um, not considerate of the Mm -hmm. other person. It's all about me because I deserve to have what I want and I need it. Mm-hmm. We can have like sometimes selfish ambitions mm-hmm. um, and we demand it because we deserve it, right? right? We feel entitled to certain interactions because mm-hmm. I ain't get it all this time and I'm not gonna let nobody ruin me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let nobody screw me over. I've been through this before. I know what it is. Yeah. When I hear myself talking about that or talking like that, I know that that's my trauma. Mm-hmm. This person has done nothing to me. But I have this expectation of them as a man. And he got to show me or she got to show me. She got to prove herself to me. That's what am I saying? Where is that coming from? Right. That's a
0: good point. That's so good I point. think it
2: can manifest itself in certain yeah. ways that we don't think of. Okay. Just, you yeah.
0: Know? Well, fine. <laughs> I
1: don't know how much excuse I'm going to give him, But okay.
2: But I think also like <laughs> the reality is it's like having conversations. Yeah. But the truth is not everybody
0: wants to have conversations. Yeah. And then you have to
2: think. Okay, I'm sharing myself with you. I'm being vulnerable about what you're doing and how you're making me feel and you're validating what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Can I be with someone that makes me feel that way? Mm -hmm. It's one thing if I don't say anything and then I expect you to know. Right. right. But if I bring it to you and you can't even have a conversation about it. Yeah. Now. You manipulate.
1: You gaslight me. Mm. You make me feel like I'm tripping. You can't right. even have a conversation, right? Or that you're like you said, making you uh, trip. Like you're you're like, oh, I, I'm over reading, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, mm, I don't know because I felt like I just saw you post on social media. Mm-hmm. So are you really that busy? Or are you or... responding to someone else? I heard, yeah, and, yeah, and you didn't respond to me. But mm-hmm. supposedly, I'm a I'm somewhat important to you.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and I think sometimes it's like. <clears throat> Finding
2: your per finding a person that is willing to have those conversations, right?
0: That's true. I think I agree.
2: With and that. I think it's it can feel hard to find mm-hmm. people like that mm-hmm. or the person, especially when you're in the dating game. Like, yeah, it's a numbers game, mm-hmm. and like you come it across really so numbers- many people.
1: <laughs> it legit is a numbers game. It <laughs> is. Like, <And> you <laughs> come across so many people
2: that are not it, and it's yeah. like, is it me? But it's like no, like yeah. these people operate in the world. And we just don't mesh. Yeah, Like we true. just don't mesh. That's I'm true. tripping to you. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Can we have a conversation about what's going on? Right. Or are you like, no, because that's, Cause that's their response. Yeah, That's their defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Right. And honestly, I don't want to be with no one that whose defense mechanism invalidates who I am or who I show up as. Right. Because mm-hmm. like. So
1: many things gonna happen in our lives. Yeah. Every time it happens, you're gonna validate me, right? And that's why I'm saying so many things are gonna happen down the road. Mm-hmm. And so, like this small conversation about calling or texting or whatever mm-hmm. in a timely manner is to me minute and sets the tone for things in the future. I agree. And like you said, having a conversation because I, you're right. I've now like I've had a past experience with somebody and then had like a um, another experience with someone where you're right. Like having the conversation, like hey, like. You've kind of changed up your flow, like what's going on? And it was actually refreshing to be like, okay, this is what happened. This is what it is. Oh, yeah, I could probably do this in the future. Mm -hmm. And it felt like, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. No. This is normal. And sometimes people don't hold to certain standards, right? And so they meet a woman Mm -hmm. who
2: is not only able to articulate what she's feeling, but also like, suggest what would make her feel better right i'm not just spazzing on you Mm -hmm. or i'm not just sending you this whole text message about these assumptions that i made because of what i've been through and now i'm putting that on you right right i've had that happen to me where i'm like well i don't know if you are even interested in me but it seems as though and this person's like
0: huh
2: (laughs) i just i overslept like i worked a full shift last night and i didn't know and so now i'm I'm projecting what I think because right. I haven't dealt with yeah, what I'm assuming, dealing with, right? right? I'm yeah. assuming, and we're not having a conversation here. I'm lashing out at you, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so it just—it really depends on: Have I dealt with this? Mm-hmm. Am Am I protecting myself as a response to the Trump, the feelings of abandonment that I felt, right? Or someone lying to me—that's yes, trauma. I'm like, yo,
1: lying is so much trauma.
2: <laughs> and listen, and, and then now I feel like I gotta catch you on every lie. Don't lie to me. A little white lie. So you lying? Yeah.
1: So you lying? Yeah. I saw you chewing the gum.
2: Mm. You are gonna tell me you not chewing the gum? I'm watching you chew the gum. <laughs>
1: I saw you chewing gum. I'm watching <laughs> you. <laughs> I see you. On I game. did some investigation, and you were chewing gum. And I right? walked around the corner and looked back, and saw you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I like, them up to make sure if they gonna lie or not. Because why are you lying? Why? Why are you lying? But also, like, <laughs>
2: why am I missing? Why am I expecting the gadget? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And, it, and it's overwhelming,
0: honestly. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is. and that's
1: something even I talked about before about. Um, Expect you know having the trauma of someone being a liar to you, and so you were always on guard. So then you create a liar Mm. in the next person, Mm. and you're like, why am I continuing? But they're completely different. They're not the same in any way. And it's like, "Mm, what's the common denominator? Obviously me. I'm looking for it. Yeah, so I'm gonna find it. Right. You're looking for it, and then yeah, and you're creating that atmosphere Mm. too. So, um, I agree with that. That's yeah. I think
2: mm-hmm. trauma um, results in fear mm-hmm. in relationships like and fear. in in yeah. friendships, but also especially in dating. Mm-hmm. Like I'm afraid that I'm going to be hurt again, mm-hmm. lied to, Yeah. right? And so I then carry that with every person yeah. that I encounter. Yeah, which is not fair. It's not. It's not mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. Um. So the next question you had was like, how can it was it how it could benefit you?
1: Yeah, like improve your dating experience. Um.
2: So I think identifying traumatic incidents, sometimes in therapy, what I found, right, is like,
0: oh, I don't got nothing to talk about. We're not going to therapy. <laughs> Today's
2: going to be easy. Mm-hmm. As we go to talking, mm-hmm. my clients recognize that there are things that they hadn't spoken about or things that they've done um, that previously they would have lost it. Mm-hmm. And now they were able to think through. They were able to talk through, right? The positive self-talk, the coping mechanisms that we use, really evaluating the situation, yeah. taking a step back, calming down, and theorizing. Right,
0: me, is it them? Right. You know,
2: I think um, identifying trauma helps you to better learn yourself. Yeah. And the more you learn yourself, the more you learn how to operate. In the best way you possibly can. And that makes you a better candidate for dating.
1: Yeah. And and I think it also improves the dating experience for you. Absolutely. So that way you're okay with moving on because you you're don't you not worried about if I'm going to meet another person mm-hmm. that I connect with because you know you're going to meet. Because you're, you know, you, you know, it's not worth the time to reinvest that in, mm-hmm. in that person. I think so. it teaches you also
2: like discernment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. learn what's for you and you learn how to let go. You know, you learn how to accept things as experiences and you mm-hmm. learn how to let them go. It's not always going to work the same way because no, I not, think yeah. sometimes you make like dating or if you're dating casually or you're dating intentionally um depending on if you're dating online or you're dating in person yeah. right you encounter a
1: lot of people yeah
2: you do and we all are in search for a companionship where right. we're all in search for a, our person mm-hmm. or
1: people because you mm-hmm. know there are a lot of polygamous yes. relationships mm-hmm. but
2: you're looking for someone that wants this thing as much as you do yeah and so i think we get excited and i think we are looking forward to it and so sometimes we buy into things really fast right but like giving yourself the opportunity to experience different people mm-hmm. without it always being about having people right. Um, being in control of people and more about the experience itself. So having confidence in yourself, yeah. being confident in the decisions you make when you decide to stop talking to someone because of how they genuinely make you feel right? right. And being able to let that go versus holding on because you don't think someone else will come along. I think it manifests itself differently, but the more healed you are, I've found, the more confident I am, the more I love myself, yeah. the more I value my peace, the more I set good boundaries. All these things come with healing from trauma. Mm-hmm. Right. The more I learn about um, the value of a man being in my life, I was mm-hmm. raised with just by a woman. I didn't mm-hmm. have a man. Mm-hmm. So the more I learn about things that I wasn't aware of and I have the capacity to learn about it, the better off I am. Mm-hmm encountering different people yeah yeah right it's not about me being terrible which is my fear like yeah. I, something's wrong with me yeah, yeah. I don't know how to do it. mm-hmm. it's about me being who I am yeah. knowing who I am and like being true in that so the person I meet either you love me you like mm-hmm. me or you don't
1: yeah and being okay with that and being okay with yeah that. because I think there's so many things about what you can do differently to keep or attract or whatever, mm. and it's like, and then, then it. they're not—they're just not your person. They're not. really not, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And and so that's something that you kind of have to learn to accept and be okay with. Yeah, yeah, and, and believe that there is a person out there for you. Yeah, and, and then even like how you said too, like just accepting that this was just an experience. Like this person was in my life for this period of time. Mm-hmm. We had this experience, and then we're moved. I'm uh, moving on to the next thing. Right. It's okay that. This didn't turn out the way that I expected it to. Yeah. You know.
2: And I think also like giving yourself permission to feel. Mm -hmm. I think because a lot of times we're not dealing with trauma or we feel like we have we can't feel anything, we can't can't cry, we can't vent, we can't, we don't need therapy. We don't give ourselves permission to be sad. Yeah. We don't give ourselves permission to admit when we made a mistake. Yeah. To be held accountable. Mm -hmm. Right? One issue with dealing with trauma and it having a negative effect is not being held accountable yeah right like Mm -hmm. no one can't no you can't tell me nothing Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and that's how do you communicate with somebody if you know everything right how does that person tell you what they
1: need if you know what they need already (laughs) right and and i think that would that would probably improve the dating life in general people are just more accountable mm. because then if you realize hey I'm really not your person. I really know that you're not my person. You I don't need to keep dragging time. dragging you along. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stop it's, calling me. Stop calling me. It's okay. It's okay, right? Don't be pursuing me hard. And sometimes I feel like sometimes I'll be having experience someone pursues me harder then then finally I say, "Okay, let me give in even though I had reservations." And then it was just as it was as bad as I thought it was. I, going I knew, to be. It, right? I knew it.
0: I knew right? it. Right? Is that trusting in trusting mm. in yourself and trusting yeah. your gut?
2: But I think also, right, like one of the one of the I don't know there's necessarily a trauma response, but nobody wants to be alone. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a good point. Right. I want you
1: to be the placeholder, even though they know that's really what it is. Sometimes people are OK with placeholders mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Or I'd rather be
2: with someone than be alone. Them. Yeah. So now we're talking about codependency yeah. as a as a as a result of. Trauma,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right so mm-hmm. i don't know how to be alone it i always got to have someone around me I, that's the only way i feel worth yeah. worthy mm-hmm. right it's like if i have someone around and not recognizing that that's an issue too so i keep someone around that's not healthy for me yep that doesn't benefit me that stresses me out <laughs> that, stresses that causes the out. trauma right because <laughs> i'm not able to identify what i need yeah right yeah. so um i think having more of those conversations with yourself spending more time alone i think people kind of skate too like you get out of a traumatic relationship and sometimes we jump right back into
0: another yeah we do Mm because we have a hill from the first one we have a hill and we won't so we don't want to be alone no we don't i'm scared (laughs) to be alone right
1: Uh, i'm not not low-key scared but i do enjoy being with someone more than being alone mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's like you know because it's funny and i was telling someone this the other day that the younger me was way more like uh was bolder actually mm-hmm. than the older me. The older me is kind of like more compromising, mm-hmm. more forgiving. The younger me was like, eh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good when I go home. I'm good on my couch, watching my whatever, hanging out with my friends. If you ain't doing what I need you to do, um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna keep it moving. Yeah. You know, but as I've gotten older, it's like, oh well. I guess I can do, oh, I can, okay. What do you think changed? I think it's just as you get older, time um, is more important to you. And spending time with people is more important. Mm -hmm. And so you want to have someone to spend time with. As opposed to when you're young, you feel like you have all the time in the world. So it's like, I don't need you. You know what I mean? People (laughs) come frequently. Right, come frequently. And you're right. I think your pool is, is... How life is just set up when you're younger. You're just around more people. As mm-hmm. opposed to when you get older. You get more settled. Your life gets a little just more closed in. You don't yeah. get as exposed to people. Just because. Just how life is. Not even necessarily being older. It's just the way the structure of your life has changed I agree. as well. Yes. Um, a lot of your time mm-hmm. is now devoted
2: to work. Mm-hmm. Making a living. Yeah. If you're single. Right. Right. Like that's. That takes up a huge part. Mm-hmm. And then you got family. Yeah. You know you got friends. You're not in spaces where there are a lot of single people, depending mm-hmm. on where
0: you are, or mm-hmm. eligible single people. Yeah, eligible. So I think good that, part.
1: Right. Because it be people single <laughs> out here. It be people kind of single. They be <laughs> acting like they single. <laughs> the ring be on the other finger Got today.
2: <laughs> Listen, move. <laughs> you getting married. Get out of the way. You me married? You getting married.
1: You to. Or they hand be in their pocket the whole time. you yeah. like, why your hand in the pocket? Take it out.
2: What's going on, <laughs> sir? You know? <laughs> But I I agree I think I think I I love that you said that because I I think sometimes we don't want to admit that mm-hmm. like the older we get the more we start thinking about what matters most mm-hmm. to us in that moment yeah like, I've achieved this thing I've mm-hmm. accomplished this thing but I'm who I share it with mm-hmm. eventually I want kids well right like I gotta have a person to to, to have kids with mm-hmm. so I think we start thinking. More about that. We have that more family-oriented thought process. Mm -hmm. If that's what you want, right, right, right. Some people don't want children, but some people do want someone to come home to and to share their moments with, to share their thoughts with, and it not be the dog, right? Or I gotta wait for me and my girlfriends to get together to go out because they got their man, you know, right? So it's like, I think the mindset does shift. Because your priorities shift, right, your, your life's priorities shift. shift. Yeah, that's true. That's a
0: good point. You
2: know, and so I think a lot of people forego being alone, and I don't know that is. I think some people are afraid to be alone, but I think some people don't recognize the value in being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if depending on like what kind of household you grew up in, mm-hmm. right? Or always having people around, yeah. always being a popular person yeah, where yeah. people was always coming and trying mm-hmm. to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It was never an issue finding you know a person before, but now it's like.
1: That's a good point because I grew up. There was a lot of people around. I had a decent amount of siblings, and and um, there's always people coming in and out of my
0: house. And I like, oh.
1: <laughs> go on, <laughs> right? Go on. Why are you
0: over here? <laughs> go. On. All right.
1: So I feel like now that you say that, and then I always I felt like always my younger brother. We were really really close growing up, and so we like always had each other. Mm-hmm. So I felt like for me, it was not a big deal to be by myself, and I was okay with it because I always I think in the back of my mind knew i always had this yeah and then yeah. i was like i got older and i moved around lived in different places in different states and didn't know anybody it was mm-hmm. like oh this ain't this ain't hitting yeah <laughs> <laughs> this being oh like, what is this yeah so i think i started to realize how much i did enjoy having being around. around yeah having people around i didn't realize that and see yeah, now, i'm the
2: opposite mm, okay it was just me and okay. my mom now i had family and they were nearby but I was the kid that made fun for myself, Ooh,
0: okay. right? So
2: I spent hours alone. Um, my mom was there, but she would sleep because she was tired. She was working, right? Right. And so I, I was fine being Ooh. in the room by myself. Okay. Or if I wanted to go do something, I would, I would connect with people, friends playing basketball, playing football. Mm-hmm. Those were my connections, right? Right. My siblings are my friends, right? So, but. That has its ebbs and flows in high school and you don't see them no more. Now you go somewhere else. So being alone for me is always like a safe space. Mm -hmm. It's a quiet space. It's a calm space. Mm -hmm. And then I go out and I have fun and then I go back to being Mm -hmm. by myself. Mm -hmm. But also I was in a 10 year relationship that made it very evident what it felt like being with someone. Mm -hmm that I didn't need to be with, that I shouldn't have been with. Mm-hmm. And the reality of that was worse than being alone. Yeah, Right. So I think my perspective of being in a relationship just for the hell of it with the person or someone that I should not be mm-hmm. with, I'd rather be alone. Yeah. Like that is a hell that I never want to go back yeah. to. Right. And so I feel like having that experience very early and realizing the trauma that I endured Because I just wanted somebody to be close or that was all that I knew. And so I didn't know how to break away Mm -hmm. or I didn't know how to be on my own. When I was able to be on my own, I found peace in that. I found safety and security that I realized no one else was going to give me. I learned how to set boundaries. I learned how to not compromise myself for the sake of someone else because I saw what that looked like. And I hated that life for me. Like who I, I didn't even recognize who I was. Yeah. Right. So you come out and you're like, oh girl, when are you going to start dating? Don't worry about it. <laughs> you don't got to worry about you it. You don't got to rush me. <laughs> right. And my friend's
0: like, I want a man, I want
2: a man. And I'm watching them oh, make decisions. Oh, and I'm like, maybe oh, I'll see you from my way." Right. What right. well, if I knew what I know now, mm-hmm. I don't feel pressured yeah. to be with someone because yeah. I know what picking the wrong person it looks
0: like. It looks like. Yeah
2: right and so goes back to experiences mm-hmm. you know and it took me separating myself and creating I, would, I used to say I'm creating the life that I desire mm-hmm. and what that looked like for me healing from trauma was realizing who I was what I liked what I didn't like honoring those things mm-hmm. and not dishonoring myself by yeah. doing things that I genuinely didn't want to be doing mm-hmm. Or being with someone that genuinely makes me feel like shit. So if I can create this oasis for myself Mm. and I can create this home and I can create financial stability and I can I can go through traumatic incidents in life and overcome them and I can support other people and I can do the things that I like. And you come into my life and I feel uneasy or anxious or worried in my gut. I know that we're not a good fit. Yeah. Because whatever it is that you're doing should either be adding to right. it. Right. Should be a positive experience. It
1: should be a positive experience. Yes. I'm not saying we don't yeah. go through nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Cause no one's gonna be positive all the time. That's unrealistic,
0: right. right? But I
1: know yeah. when you're making me feel <laughs> not
2: like I've been yeah. feeling. I know when I'm feeling the things, I know when I'm being manipulated. Yeah. I recognize when you're lying to me. Yeah. Right. But that's because I know me mm-hmm. and I know what that feels like. like. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's what healing looks like mm-hmm. for men and women. Yeah. You just learn things about yourself and you learn how other people affect you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And what I do is I spend time with the people that make me feel really, mm-hmm. really good, yeah. who are supportive, mm-hmm. who are not um, comparing themselves mm-hmm. to me, who are not making me feel like trash Yeah, because they're going through what they're yeah, going through. They're going through, what they're going through. Right? Yeah. And I do a lot of that shit. Mhm. And I don't do the stuff I don't mm-hmm. like with the right. people I don't like. Right. And so I think those are the benefits mm-hmm. of, you know, healing. Healing. Yeah.
1: I agree with that. What are some effective strategies for healing from past dating traumas and moving on, moving forward?
2: So I think a lot of the things that I work with with my clients is, um, learning how to be alone with self. Mm-hmm. I think. And, and so you can't. Force people to be alone Mm -hmm. because social interactions are not only inevitable, but they're necessary. Right. Right. But one of the things that I like to focus on with my clients, whether they're experiencing anxiety, depression or whatnot, is structuring their lives. In a very realistic manner. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Right. So what's this expectation that you have to uh, about yourself or about your life that you literally cannot live up to whether it's what you were told, right? Sometimes I think we make contracts mm. or people make contracts with us as children, these standards mm. that we should live by that we can't quite live yeah. up to. And yeah. they don't live yeah, up to they don't. But we they don't, don't know. know
1: that. Yeah, we don't know that. We don't <laughs>
2: know
1: that. <laughs> you that you start doing the math and be like oh. You she, told me we. Well, you was pregnant while you was getting. Oh, okay. And you said you told me I was supposed to wait till I got married. what well, you did? <laughs> what well, my daddy? Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> like
2: you. It's as simple as like you
1: told me Miami was unsafe. I have a good You
0: know. You just you just are. <laughs> That's a cold true.
1: That is so because even when I moved to LA, people were telling me like living in the city don't live in LA is unsafe and all this stuff. I was like, I so I stayed in the suburbs for a minute doing that long commute. I finally said, I'm tired. Let me. I was fine, perfectly
0: fine. I was so fine, right? Like we yeah. makes
2: we. I think things are imprinted on mm-hmm. us, yep. and then society tells us certain things, mm-hmm. and we somehow develop this standard, this measuring stick that we have to live by. Yeah. And what we don't realize is we're striving to live by this perfect measuring stick that doesn't make any, any sense. sense. Yeah. And because we never can live up to it we feel like we're failing or we feel like we're unworthy. or We feel like things are things are wrong with us. Mm. So I think identifying the expectation versus the realistic um, goals for ourselves is super, super important. Um, and I think that comes through just talking about and communicating with um, people, right? Right. people that are unbiased, people yeah. that um, are not dealing with trauma themselves right so having a not having a sounding what do they call it a um not having this chamber of people that are telling you what you want to hear and who are being honest and open um with you about what you're going
0: through
2: Mm -hmm. um i think having a good support system is really important yeah um so i work with my clients on one structuring their lives so that it's conducive to them living the life that they actually want to live, yeah. not what they were told they should
0: live or what they, they were told it yeah. should look like.
1: And even taking the time, to, like you were saying, figure out what that even looks what like. That to, looks like yeah. What's important to you. yeah. Right. Yeah. And so
2: um, we, we work on. Developing self. Mm-hmm. That looks like what you like, what you don't like, what you enjoy doing. Um, the type of people you enjoy being around, not being around toxic people, friends, family. Yeah. Right. Um, coping mechanisms, setting boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries are a coping mechanism. Right. Protecting yourself, the way in which you operate in the world. Mm. Um, keeping yourself out of circles that aren't healthy for you. Yeah. Right. Um, I think therapy, to me, Mm -hmm. is one of the ways that people find these things out about them. So So I think that's why I promote and enjoy Mm -hmm. therapy because Mm -hmm. I feel like what other way than to talk to somebody who's unbiased but who is looking out for your best interest and your best interest is whatever you want for yourself that's right. good
1: that's good because I was watching the show um, Temptation Island randomly because <laughs> I've never seen the show actually before I've so never like, seen yeah, it yeah I just saw like the previews and I had a friend and she's like just watch it and that was one thing that he was saying was like because I think he's I think the host is a therapist okay but it seemed like the way he was talking to each individual is like finding out what really is good for you mm-hmm. and he was like did you ever fathom that you could find someone that loves you just the way you are mm-hmm. and she like bro not crying yeah because it doesn't in your mind it doesn't even that doesn't even make sense to you mm-hmm. and it never even crossed her mind before until he actually said it to her yeah and so then she went through this whole like self-discovery of really like discovering what she wanted yeah and that was just like having that that moment with him like literally changed
0: her life, her life. Mm-hmm. and i think
2: when you think about what trauma says Right. It causes fear. It causes insecurities. Mm -hmm. It causes um, misunderstandings. It causes. Negative effects when not dealt with. So you think that everything about you is unworthy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Why would I fathom that someone would love someone so Mm -hmm. unworthy? That's so real. Right. Mm -hmm. Like. If all I ever want to do is change who I am Mm -hmm. to appease the world, the person I dated, my mom, my Mm -hmm. dad, my family, my professors, what in the hell would make me think that someone would look at me and say, I want you Mm -hmm. just like this. Mm -hmm. If I can't see it, yeah i doubt anyone else would see right it, right right and so just that logic itself is like mm. there
1: are a lot of people that are living like that yeah and i even when he said it i i, I kind of do i'm not gonna i'm gonna be honest low-key it <laughs> resonated with me low-key because i thought because you always I'm, I'm all about um positivity and growth i'm mm-hmm. a big growth person mm-hmm. right and so when you're always growing you're always fixing yes. right mm-hmm. and so in my mind i never thought like oh just, I don't have to do anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I want to lose a little weight and get this this Georgia stomach off of me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a game when I moved here. Yeah. Girl! <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just like in my mind, the things that you kind of you want to, you know, feel like whatever and things and... You think that will improve your experience and your, you know, in your mind, but you don't like you. You think you got a decent self-esteem, but you yeah. don't realize that programming that the things
2: you're saying to yourself, yeah. yeah, yeah, so the things you're saying to yourself when no one else is looking, yeah, right. Yep. Because think about how many times have you ever met a man that told you he didn't like your stomach? <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wait. I know, right? He's grabbing them, grabbing, right. holding. And then he, he can have abs, and I definitely have. You're right. i mean You're right. I'm Not many I mean, times.
2: That's <laughs> a me thing. It's you me know, thing. You're right. On top of mm-hmm. the standard set yeah. in this world that we see yeah. all day, every yeah. day. Right? Mm-hmm. Again, that nature versus nature. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It all matters mm-hmm. in how we view ourselves. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's real.
0: Yeah.
2: Like this is a daily fight. The, the fight to believe in myself, to be happy with myself, yeah. but also seek self improvement because yeah. I'm never beneath getting better or right. growing right. or change of perspective. Right. It's a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's yeah. a lot to it be is. a human.
2: <laughs> it is a lot, it is and then I'm lot, trying to yeah. find another human right. that's struggling <laughs> to be a damn human. Right, right, like, right. It's
0: hard. It is hard. It's yeah.
2: more complex than I think we. We lead it on.
1: That's a good point because I was talking to someone saying that the other day about like, maybe I'm just too simple. Like when I date, maybe all my requirements are just so simple. But then, and I'm like, maybe I'm not complicated enough. I don't have enough drama and baggage in my life. Mm. And I was like, maybe that's my issue because I see people around me that I'm like, oh, she's so like, she got all, you know, in my mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but to your point, it is, we're all complicated. It's nothing that's really simple. And (laughs) to your point too, like
2: I have these thoughts, right? Nobody don't know. Nobody don't know what they want. Mm. People have an idea of what they want, but like truly think about the last couple you saw out Mm -hmm. random. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, that's what he want Mm -hmm. in your head.
0: That's what he want. That's what she want. Yeah.
2: But those two people want that. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't have what that, that's not that I don't have what that woman has Mm -hmm. or what she doesn't have. Right. Their two lives brought them together. Sometimes they're happy. Sometimes they're miserable. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're married and they hate each other. Sometimes they're married and they're in love, Mm -hmm. right? And I had to, I have this conversation with myself, like, what is it about me? Mm -hmm. What is it? Am I too tomboyish? Mm -hmm. Do I think about things too much? Mm -hmm. Am I too much fun? Mm -hmm. Because I know this and that, you know. I'm a good time, right, right?
0: Right. And I have
2: to ask myself, and I have to have the conversation of, it's nothing wrong with you. Mm, yeah. There's absolutely nothing yeah, wrong with you. Yeah. You mm. just haven't found the person that wants what you want when
1: you want it and how you want it. And that's a good one. So next time somebody asks me why am I single, because I'm single. Because I'm single. <laughs> It's like, not time. It's not time. Clearly, it's not the time.
0: It's like, not time. <laughs> and we only
2: put time frames on it. Yeah. And I think the older we get, because we have this biological mm, clock, right. if this is something that you want, right. right, we start to, I the way I frame it to my friends is I think the fear of being alone mm-hmm. in the long run mm-hmm. is scary. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And... The fact that that is a possibility makes us sometimes more willing to accept things for the sake of just not being alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then we start questioning what's wrong with us because we see everybody getting married. We see everybody having kids. We Mm -hmm. see everybody, right? And I had to tell myself if you just want to be married, Go find somebody and
1: be married. That's what I said. I told somebody the other night, I could have been married at least three times. If you just wanted to have a baby, go have a baby. Go do it. Yeah. You can do
0: it. Yeah, you can just do it. If that's if that's what that you
1: part. Want, right. That's my People do it part. every day.
0: <laughs> right.
2: But then I go back to is that the life you want? Right. Did you
0: want? Right. Exactly. And one
2: day yeah. I remember I was crying to my mom because I'm Damn. like, I feel like this um, generational. Mm. I don't like to use curse, but this yeah. curse on my family where there are no men present. Um, I don't want to be the one to break yeah. that. And she's like, you have to understand that the standard you're setting for yourself, no one else in our family has set it. So whereas everybody is having children and they, and they, and they, they don't have a dad around. Mm-hmm. There are things, there are standards that you have for yourself. You're mm-hmm. trying to break something that's so big. Mm-hmm. You can't expect to get what everybody else has because if you want what everybody else has, you're going to be a single mother mm-hmm. or in an abusive marriage mm-hmm. or in a, a relationship with someone you hate yeah. because your standards are that's not that's what good. they are.
0: That's so good.
2: And yeah. I had to say to myself, like, I am
1: asking for this.
2: I am asking for someone to look at me and want to be with me for the rest of my life to help me raise these children. I don't just want to know anybody I want a man who believes in what I believe in. I want a Christian man. Mm -hmm. Because when it's time for me to get down on my knees and pray, you sitting over there talking about you you using... stuff that I (laughs) am talking to somebody or you believe you are God. So (laughs) I'm believing in you, right. Mm -hmm. In your human ways Mm -hmm. to help me get through what I'm getting through. Mm -hmm. Boy, what am
0: I going to do with that? Right.
2: And I had to, I have to have this conversation with myself. Mm -hmm. And she said, she said, Lexus, you can cry about it. Like it's hard. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. She said, but you don't want anybody.
0: That's so good. Mm.
2: You don't want anybody. Now you can choose anybody. But that's not what you said you wanted. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make you picky. It just makes you wait for what you want. Mm-hmm.
1: And again, in that game, it's a numbers game. Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah, because it gets exhausting. It's entertaining all these personalities. <laughs> and it makes you give up on what you really want. It does. It, does, it makes you give up. Yeah, because you start to get, because I, I would say I, I
0: definitely recently I'm getting did getting up. weary, Lord.
1: I'm getting weary. I started, I gave up, I gave in, and then got my feelings hurt.
0: And yeah. it don't make no difference. Now I feel worse now than what I felt when I, I met like, you. Look, like I right,
1: I lowered my standards, and then you didn't—you didn't drop me on my head. Treat, treat me any kind of way, and that's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. even when you do, mm-hmm. you feel
2: worse. Yeah, you and it was like I knew I shouldn't have did that. And I knew I should have. Done I knew it. I shouldn't have did it. But this world will break you down, yeah. and it will make you not believe in what those promises were that God said mm-hmm. you would have. That's good. Yeah. And the other part is. And I had this conversation online. This girl said, is it wrong for me to be scared that I could end up alone?
0: You end up alone all the time. Yeah,
2: and I told her, I don't think that there's anything wrong with the thought that that could happen. Because mm-hmm. that's reality. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There are more women than men. There are a lot of women who get divorced. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of women who are single mothers. hmm it is a possibility. It is a possibility. But when that possibility in the way the world treats you makes you believe in that more than you believe in God's ability to fulfill your promise, the promises that he gave you. That's when you settle. And I'm not going to allow this word to beat me up so badly that I forfeit what he told me he would give me. Right. and Or not ask for it. Because the reality is... i stop asking for it. Or stop asking. It's my responsibility it to pray mm-hmm. for it. It's his responsibility to give me his yeah. will. So maybe his will isn't for me to be married or to have children. But I'm going to ask right. and he, if that's what it is and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to not believe in that yeah, for myself. Right. Right. Because I'm afraid or because it is it, getting hard mm-hmm. or because dating all these people is weird. <laughs>
1: give weary, it a break. Right. Yeah. That's why I said give it a break. Because that's the one thing I decided... The first, I was like, I was ready to jump back in. I was like, forget him, Bobby, I can. I'm over it. Right, and then ever I was like, and then I was just like, I don't want that I to I be my story. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. So, take a little break, reinvest in myself, you know, and then
0: get back on out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: I genuinely feel like, um, this is normal. Mm-hmm.
0: This is normal.
2: Yeah. Even when I talk to people who have found their partner but it mm-hmm. took them a while today because you know some people have that high school hard yeah. and, and they find somebody randomly some mm-hmm. people get that yeah. but some people have to date yeah and what i hear a lot of is it's this exchange mm-hmm. and it gets tiring yeah it does but yeah. you've got to keep playing the numbers mm-hmm. and it sounds terrible because yeah. it feels like a transaction mm-hmm. when i feel like i'm being transactional or mm-hmm. i feel like i'm being used up yeah i take a break yeah that's good. Mm. I take a break and I, it's like I take a break from anything I take mm. a break from going to the gym I take a break from eating fast food, fast food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I take a break from hanging out with family it's mm-hmm. just a break mm-hmm. until I'm ready until mm-hmm. I feel fueled and excited again yeah. and I'm looking forward to it I shouldn't be going on a date aggravated right? you know and giving this energy to this man mm-hmm. because I'm still upset about the last person yeah. that ditched me mm-hmm. you know what I mean yep. trauma Yep. <laughs> trauma yeah that's
1: one thing too about dealing I was going to say the next one was like how to articulate your trauma mm. in, in like a new relationship without sounding jaded yeah or like how do you ask those questions to kind of vet that person like hey what is your communication pattern have you done this to mm. someone before mm. are you you know known to be a, you know cheat or whatever your traumas are mm. you know are you you know you know whatever it is. So how do you communicate that without sounding like, you know, you're interviewing them and you sound jaded. Cause after a while, I've ask them that question, They look at you like, well, what have you healed from your last relationship? And it's like, yeah, but I feel like what I've learned is that I didn't ask some of these things early on. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was important for me to do so.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I feel like it's a time
2: and a place. Mm, okay. And I think that, um, depending on how you're dating, mm-hmm. um, some conversations just happen by way of
1: Natural. us going
2: out, mm-hmm. you know, us talking and texting mm-hmm. um, and then seeing something. So depending on what your line of communication is with this person, I think it matters. Yeah. So, for example, online dating, you know, when you. Hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. I'm Alexis. It's Nice to meet you. Right. There's just this this absent. I'm not trying to put on for you, right. but I'm trying to get to know you. Right. Um, and there's like a genuine, I think, upfront. Like articulating what I'm here for, right. what I'm in, what I'm in, um, what I'm in search of some people will pretend Yeah, they will. to get what they want. Mm-hmm. And I think the more you talk to them, the more they reveal to you yeah. what their intentions are. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I am getting to know someone initially, I'm not firing off. When was your last relationship? What happened in that last relationship? Yeah, okay. Did you cheat? Did she cheat? What, what, what you like to do? You know, who, who you talk to?
1: You still talking to your exes? Mm-hmm. I'm not having those not conversations. Having right. Okay. I'm genuinely trying to get to know you. So you really think it's, it's important to just not get those things out of the way early on. It's better to genuinely get to know the person. And I think expose themselves later.
2: Yeah. I don't not. I think that it's like, it depends on the person and the way the conversation is going. Cause you're Right. If I'm trying to get to know someone, I don't want to feel like I'm under interrogation. This, yeah. It's 48 hours. Right. You know, I'm stuck in the cell. Right. And you, the police officer. Right. <laughs> Nobody wants to feel that way. Right. Because it does come off yeah, as like, a little yeah, you interrogate me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to but know you're you. But you probably like
1: an ebb and flow, like be low. Yeah. And then like throw it in there. Yeah. Like, so like, okay. For example, it'll be like, hey, how are you doing? So I nice meet you.
2: Da, da, da. You know, what do you do for a living? Because, you know, people, if you're talking online, like, what'd you do for a living? Mm -hmm. How was your day? Mm -hmm. You're having normal, genuine. You want to show this person that you're a caring person. Right. You know, how's your day going? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. They're going to share something about, you. oh, I went to work today. What do you do for work? Right. Mm Because I'm trying to figure out what your financial security is looking like. Right. right, So I'm finding things out just by way of having this genuine conversation Conversation. of getting to know you. Mm -hmm. Okay. You work here. Okay. What are your work hours like? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. Um, don't spoil me today. You know, talking to me all the time today and then Mm -hmm. I don't hear from you, you know, like, what is it? Like, what's your, what's your schedule? Like, are you a texter? Do you like to talk on the phone? You like to FaceTime? Mm -hmm. Right. So like, I'm getting to know what your life is like, what takes up majority of your day. Right. Right. You say you're an officer. So you probably have 12 hour shifts, right? What's, what does that look like? What does your time off look like? Like, Mm -hmm. do you even have
0: time to be dating? Mm -hmm. Matter of fact,
2: what do you want? Yeah out of this experience. Are you yeah. looking for something fun? Are you looking for something intimate? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for something long term, mm-hmm. short term? Um, those are questions to ask right up front. Mm-hmm. How you ask them though. That's the part. That's, that's the, the part, delivery. right? Like Yeah,
1: I agree with you. I think and that's one thing I've learned because um um I had someone do that to me. And he asked me like it was like this long. It's well like he probably copied and pasted. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> Why are you saying and, me this and I'm like, okay, so then I realized, okay, that's how it kind of feels, mm. you know, so then I was like, but I realized- so then I went to the opposite like what you're saying, just completely got to get to know that person and then didn't ask any of those important questions, mm. and then later on these things revealed and it was like, well, why did I not ask that and i nor- and I normally do Would. so now it's like a balance mm-hmm. like a, you know because, and the person shouldn't be off put by these questions because." If I've already expressed my intentions, you should want to give me that advice if that's what you want. Right. If you're right. If you're on the same page of our intentions and you're mm-hmm. saying you shouldn't be put off by exactly. it at all. And if you and if you're really trying to get to know me, you're gonna want to give your best foot. So you're gonna wanna communicate. And you're gonna want to know these things about me. And you should. Right. You, <laughs> you should. Unless you're not <laughs> about that to life.
2: Right, in yeah, serious, you're right. right. So even like it may sound weird, but like, are you single? Mm. And I do it in a joking manner. Are you single? Is there anyone out here that believes
1: you're their man? I know. That's a good one. To Anybody have... going to run up on me at the gas station when you
0: fucking yeah. my gas? Well, oh,
1: I don't believe Somebody end up knocking on your door while we at your house. Like, hey, I haven't heard from you a couple of weeks. So, hey, I thought we were still together. You ain't told me we wasn't together no more. Are you single? Are
2: you playing <laughs> single? Right? And most people, most men laugh. I
1: actually had a man say,
2: well, I'm, so, I'm in, but I said, no, no, no. Mm. It's like why he was skating the question, Mm. and for me that is a red flag. Yeah, super red flag. Yeah, you're right. You you can't tell me if you're single or not. Are you in a situation? Are you in something complicated? Mm -hmm. I ask that. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, before I even get to know you, because I'm really feeling the vibe. Right. Are you single? Right. Because I don't want to assume, and Mm -hmm. I always put that on myself. I don't want to assume. But I do want you to tell me because if I find out that you're not, then I know that you're a liar and I cannot trust
0: you. Yeah, I can't trust you. I don't have to say that, but
2: I'm going to ask you. I'm not going to assume anything, but it could be in a joking man. Like, hey, hold on now. You talking to me a certain kind of way. You sing. (laughs) You know, like, what's going on? on? And then Mm -hmm. that conversation is just going to naturally, okay, well, when's the last time you were in a relationship, right? We're going to naturally have this conversation yeah. if you want to have this conversation because you also want to know, am I single? Right. You want to know, am I available? Right. You want to know what happened in my last mm-hmm. relationship? How, you know, how I was affected by What's it. What's your
1: family plan? Like What's life? my,
2: do you want children? Right, right. These are just things that are naturally going to mm-hmm. come about. I would say to have them happen within the first two to three weeks of talking to mm-hmm. each other or the date you know mm-hmm. but i don't i also don't want that to be y'all always talking about serious stuff yeah right because like mm-hmm. that's no fun that's not fun, every yeah. time i go on a date with her she over there talking about work right <laughs> like, <laughs> she's mm-hmm. like she's not a good wanna time like i want to do i want to have a mixture of yeah. both right yeah. so also structuring the kind of dates you go on
0: mm-hmm.
2: what are we going out at yeah you're not coming over to my house no we mm-hmm. don't do houses Mm-mm. houses is fucking. I don't, unless that's what I want to do, unless that's what we agreed upon. Am I talking to you because I just want somebody, so Mm. I'm going to give you what you want? Right. Or am I talking to someone that wants the same thing Mm. that I want?
0: Exactly.
2: Right. And I think being clear and concise and upfront, even if it's like an online profile, my profile says if you're looking for a clean, if you're looking for something quick,
0: <laughs> scroll.
2: Right. And then I ask you when I start talking. to you like, what are you looking yeah, you for? Yeah, because you got to ask
1: again, because they're going to still swipe right
2: on and you. And half the time, they don't read the profile. They just see they that like, the picture oh, yeah. and go, like.
1: Yeah, and I ain't going to lie. I have done that once or <laughs> twice. And I'm and I said, oh, he said he polyamorous. Why the heck did I
2: swipe right on that? Because he was <laughs> falling. <four>, he was. <laughs> Right, you know, uh -uh. when I tell you, especially online, I read the profiles, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Zodiac. Mm -hmm. And if it's not up there, so tell me (laughs) (laughs) before we get any further. I I realize your profile didn't have this left here, but do you see yourself as a monogamous Mm -hmm. person? Because I don't share, yeah. I don't like to share food. I'm not going to share, share my, my man, man. Right? No. So, like, I think mm-hmm. ha- having those hard conversations, they don't, that's another thing. We call them hard conversations. Mm-hmm. I think they can be as simple as a good conversation. Yeah, that's true. It's just a conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How I am conditioned to think about those conversations based on my trauma yeah right if i've if i've dealt with someone that's manipulative that will make me feel bad for asking questions that i need answers to yeah make me feel like i'm tripping and i feel like those are hard conversations i shouldn't be i shouldn't ask now this person gets to manipulate me or not have to answer to anything because i'm afraid that if i ask them yeah Right? They yep. leave. Yep. And I've had it that- And even
1: when you realize too, when you're around someone and you realize you have not had those conversations, they're not even cultivating that environment mm-hmm. for you to feel comfortable to even have those conversations, mm-hmm. which to me is also a flag That's for right. you. Absolutely. Because I know like my from my experience, like yeah, I've talked to a few guys at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I realized the one guy where I felt like on paper, he made the most sense for longevity. Mm-hmm. He did not cultivate the environment of positive communication. Mm. Um, and another, what was he doing? He just was very like, um, avoidance. Okay. And very like, uh, vague answers mm. and very like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna just, yeah. But mm. there was no like real action to it. You get a lot of excuses and you get a lot of passes because you seem like a really nice guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But I realized I wasn't always asking the questions I wanted to ask, or I put, "Oh, we had a great time today, so I'm not going to bring that up today because mm. we had so much fun."
2: But you would have fun with me;
1: like yeah. we would have a good time. We but have when a good it comes time to talking about. They're talking about stuff you feel like is negative. Yeah. If, I, if I say to you, "Well, hey, you said you were going to do this," and it seems like it's a pattern of you saying you're going to do something. But you're not following through, so you're not being a person. But I see how you you live your life, You're all about your, your stuff. You are in your eyes and doing everything else with everybody else. But yeah. for me, you're not doing the same, and right. you're not executing the way you say you're going to execute. Mm. And so I was like, okay. And I, but I would always, like I said, not feel comfortable always bringing up, because I don't want to be a negative Nancy, because that's not me as a natural person. Right. But like how you were saying before, like it should be a natural conversation, and it shouldn't be once we've had it, we should be moving to the next. Right. You know what I mean? I right. mean and I realized with another guy I was talking to it was real easy to say hey this is what happened mm-hmm. and he's like yeah oh you're right blah 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 and boom we move forward we keep doing better right. and I was like oh wow it's easy. yeah it was it's easy so I realized people. yeah so mm-hmm. I realized okay that's an issue and yes. that's a problem and this person is not good with dealing with um, hard hard conversations and you found out that day that you need someone that can communicate with yes. you right mm-hmm. some
2: people can deal with hmm some personalities can deal with the blanket statement. Yeah, the blanket. Yeah. And that works for them. Yeah. I am a communicator. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you feel. Right. I want to know what you think. Because mm-hmm. I'm also that person that will do what I think is best. And then you come back talking about you mad. And I <laughs> ask you what you wanted. Right? right. Like I'm an over communicator because mm-hmm. I don't want to make you feel like I don't care about what you yeah, think. Right? right? So if I'm with someone that's like, yeah, that's good. That's cool. Mm-hmm. There's no thought process in that. Yeah. There's no conversation. Mm-hmm. I can't be with somebody like that yeah. or what I say goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the hell are you talking to, but right. that like I need to talk right, about it because right. I want to make sure we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Right. Not everybody likes that, and also that's the easy way to be manipulated.
1: Right. I said what I I said yes, but you didn't ask me this
0: mm-hmm. Right. And that's
1: what I think that's a good point about how you being manipulated mm-hmm. because they'll say like you said that's why not, that's why when I say vague is like you give that little little bit of answer, mm-hmm. so then I kind of go off of that. Yeah. But then it's really, I didn't say that. You know, I didn't say that, and you're like, well, wait, I thought, but I mean, that was like what you knew what what my purpose. Was and my attention was like you're educated, yeah. You're you're smart. You've been in this world a, a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. Don't play me like I'm done. You yeah. knew what I was saying. You knew what I was but saying, but because I didn't say A B C D E F G, you and knew. I left off G, mm-hmm. then it's, it's, it's this invalid. Pa-
0: the particular right, question, right?
1: Or make sure, right? But I, would I? Because you don't talk,
2: right? Right. And so I also experienced like
0: a really really good
2: relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And several actually, mm-hmm. um. I realized what I wanted. Yeah. I knew what I didn't want and what Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to deal with from my first ex. Mm -hmm. But then I experienced a man that talks to me Mm -hmm. that talks through things with me. Yeah. I agree. That, um, never made me feel small Mm -hmm. or stupid or I was asking too much. Like he could educate me and teach me something and then he could learn from me too. Right. Mm -hmm. Then I realized that like, Men do have the capability. Yeah. Not all of them do it. Not all of them will do it. Some of them will do it with their homeboys, but they won't do it with yep. you, right? Mm-hmm. But not talking, I can't do, I can't do that. At all. Yeah. So when I meet somebody and all they're saying is, "Oh, okay,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, that's good." Mm-hmm. Not how is your day, mm-hmm.
1: or you know, expanding on anything. It, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like,
2: oh, I do. The- oh, that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that conversation. <laughs> I would do that for about two, two to five conversations. What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like it's gotten to like I know from mm. off rip. Yeah. If you and I can, you can't even freak my mind. Like yeah. you can't even
0: talk to me. Mm, right.
1: It's a no go. It's a no go. It's
2: a no go. Mm. I'm not even entertaining it.
1: Yep. It's, um, yep. It's not worth your it's time. It's
2: not worth. We mm. uh elementary school book? Like I <laughs> Elementary right? School, right? That's a standard for me. Yeah, I agree with you.
1: That's the standard. So
2: I think that's a good thing. that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um okay, so we're we're kind of the last ones. Um let's see how has your perspective over on I mean how has your perspective on dating communication evolved over time and what's the advice would you give like your younger self about it?
0: Hmm.
2: I think when I look back at what I've been through, mm-hmm. I wish I could have told myself that it was okay to choose me. Mm-hmm. that what I wanted and what I needed was valid was valid yeah. but that that person didn't know how to give it to me. yeah, and so I thought that if I worked myself into the ground and I fixed it, it would change things. Mm-hmm. I lost myself.
0: yeah
2: um. I completely lost myself and then I lost him and then my life was in shambles. Mm -hmm. So I think as I've matured and the things that I've learned about how people function and about um, learning how to honor myself and learning how to honor other people without sacrificing myself. Yeah. um, It's given me a Mm self-assurance And confidence Mm. that I didn't have. Yeah. A worthiness that I didn't have Mm -hmm. and a love for myself that I didn't know I needed. Um, And it caused me to dishonor myself in many ways. Now. I give myself permission. To love myself. Yeah. And to be okay with the fact that I am not for everybody yeah. for a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be for everybody. That's why I'm looking for the one person. right? So if the idea is that everybody's going to like me, everybody's going to want me, what am I really looking for? Is mm-hmm. that validation? Do I need people to tell me that I'm beautiful? Or do I know that I'm beautiful? Right. Do I need 10 guys asking for my phone numbers at a party mm-hmm. when I'm not even interested in the ten? Just for the just sake of knowing, you have it, yeah. right? Like, I think the more I've, the older I've gotten, the more mature I've gotten, I've learned to value genuine connections. Yeah. And learning when to hold them mm-hmm. and learning when to fold them. Yeah. Um, and I would have told myself that a long time ago, mm-hmm. like, it's okay. It's okay. That person just wasn't your person. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I would say that's probably.
0: Yeah. It.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I would say there's power and vulnerability. Um, I was raised to not be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So people didn't really get to know me. Um, and I don't think I had as many deep connections with people, mm-hmm. especially dating, um, because I was taught to always not, Uh, share that because people use it against you because my dad was in the military so you know it's like a a strategy Mm -hmm. of survival and you're gonna you're gonna be the best you can't let nobody you know get you off your game yeah yeah and so (laughs) for me I would say like that would be something I would tell myself like there's power and vulnerability and um, you don't and you can own some of your vulnerability Mm -hmm. that you don't have to hide hide it all. Some things you of course you're not gonna reveal to everybody Mm -hmm. that are sacred, but there's some things where you're just like that's just who you are and that's okay and that's
2: to share with people. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think one last thing that I thought about was excuse me the idea of being confident Mm -hmm. in what you bring Mm -hmm. to every situation circumstance, okay. right? And I had to learn to decentralize myself, mm-hmm. my life from finding a man. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of times the only relationship that seemed to matter was me finding a man. Yeah. Me finding a partner.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: I think I forfeited sometimes I didn't even value the beauty of my friendships. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. My family relationships. Mm-hmm. 'Cause it's like if I can't find a man, if I don't have nobody to have kids with, your life is not fulfilled. I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be enjoying my life. Yeah. And in my singlehood I've learned that like there are a lot of there are a lot of things that I am. I have so many different personality traits mm-hmm. and things, ways that I touch other people's lives, ways, right? I have different
0: purposes. Mm-hmm. And it's not
2: just me finding a man Man, yeah you know Mm -hmm. not that i don't want one i I do want one Mm -hmm. but i don't desperately want one yeah that nothing else matters unless i have a man right because the lives that i touch the people that my my soul is attached to Mm -hmm. i have a responsibility yeah whether it's to make a kid laugh or -hmm. to get them out of Trauma, a traumatic situation, a household yeah. to hold a podcast that other men and women may listen to mm-hmm. about being single, yeah. right? I had to learn that it's not always only about finding, finding my somebody. person. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is going to come like everything else is. Yeah, come. yeah. And I think in due time, it will. Yeah, I agree. You know? but also if it doesn't. I have a lot to be grateful for in yeah, my life. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
1: yeah. My, I'm not just a woman that's looking for a mm-hmm. man. Right, right,
0: right, mm-hmm. right.
1: I agree with that. That and it's even something that um, a couple Sundays ago at church where he was talking about, and it was actually something I was dealing with, um, with this guy or whatever, and he was like, I said ghosting me and all this thing, and I was just like so downhearted, and I was like, I was like, Lord, how do I detach my feelings from this person? Mm-hmm. Like, this person is. Affecting my happiness, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, just praying about it. I was like, give me my answer, a church. And he was like, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm-hmm. That's where you attach your joy. Yeah. That's your strength. That's because you know God is unwavering. People are going to flex and in and out of your life, mm-hmm. and that is part of your story. Like you were saying. But then when you really focus on like how you were seeing your bigger purpose and what the things that God has given you and all the blessings and and all the people you affect, mm-hmm. then you really look at like how full my life really is. Yeah. And, like, and even having something to now look forward to, but then also having strength in that as well. Yes. So, I think there's strength and
2: mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think that when you develop feelings and relate, you develop feelings for someone. They are feelings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So someone ghosting you, that hurts. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's saddening. Yeah. It's okay to feel that too. Mm-hmm. But at some point, it can't be the end all be, right, all, right? be, end
0: all, be all.
1: Right.
2: I got to get back out there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. giving yourself time to feel that yeah. and mm-hmm. to process that makes for it like then you get to realize like oh i'm down in the dumps i've been feeling like this what else am i what what else am i attached to what else is my purpose attached to i'm feeling this and that's okay mm-hmm. i gotta get through it i have to i have to heal from it but there are other things too yeah there are other things too that i can rejoice about and i can be excited about and i can still be sad about this thing
1: mm-hmm. right like yeah yeah because they can do it randomly Pops up, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, but at the most part, you're right. Like I have all of these other things, and I know that that's just the answer I needed to move on. Anyway, yeah. I knew the answer a long time ago, mm-hmm. but it was just like you know, trying to, you know, like I said, have a man or yeah. check that box or whatever. Yeah. And um, you know, you you live and learn, and and be okay that that you took that chance, it didn't work out, didn't and, work. and and you're better for it. And like you said, realizing what you really want mm-hmm. too. like communication really is important to you. It is. And, um, and I think it works. just, it talks to the character of the person. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it does. I really, I really had to understand that. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about, like, it was me, like it's something wrong with me, like I don't mm-hmm. think you keep ghosting me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, then when I think about it, I'm like, girl, you just asked the question. You revealed something in them yep, that yep. they didn't like yep. sometimes. That's a good point. Or you yeah. had not mm-hmm. Uh you held them accountable for yeah, something that that's it, what it is. they're not used to being held accountable yeah. to. Or you asked a question that they don't want to answer. Yeah. Or realistically, they might have found someone else. Yeah. Or they might have had someone else. Or they might have had someone else the whole tell you, time. I had this amazing <laughs> date with the guy riding motorcycles. He taught me how to ride my motorcycle. Oh, we were talking nice. and then randomly the next day, the next two days, he just stopped talking to me. Follows mm. me on Instagram still. It's the weirdest thing ever, and I, I thought to myself, he ha, he might have had somebody else. the whole time. Yeah, it's not about me all the mm-hmm. time. It's not, mm-hmm. and I don't think that they're always thinking
0: about us. On, on no, they're not.
1: I, I think that's really what it is. They're not always thinking about you on the other end. I think it's it's really more self focused and that's what I was telling someone the other day. Is like, oh, you have to really, where well, you were talking about choosing yourself mm-hmm. because other people choose themselves all day long, every day. So you have to operate as if that person chose themselves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if they chose themselves, is your decision still the same? Yeah. And that's when you really like I feel like um have your, your you get your power back in those situations mm-hmm. and not letting someone else dictate. Cuz we mm-hmm. internalize
2: it. Mm-hmm. It was me. It mm-hmm. it must have been me. I must not have yeah. been. It was, you know, maybe I was born Maybe I should've, said, maybe this I should've said this. Maybe I should uh,
0: asked that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was checking in too. What? It.
2: You checking in to me? You mad because I wanted to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You mad because I wanted to see you. Mm-hmm. That was more, it. That was it. Right. But that's mm-hmm. the first place we turn to. Yeah, yeah. What did I do wrong? What is it about me? Mm-hmm. And so I think the more you heal and the more you have these experiences and the more you recognize that sometimes it's just not that deep. Yes. It's not about it's, it's you. not that deep.
1: Yeah, that's really that's a good point. It's not that deep. It ain't really that hard to figure out. Yeah, they just
2: sometimes they just be doing shit. Yeah, they do. I'm not even gonna hold you. I realize sometimes they, people just be doing shit. Yeah, they do.
0: Mm-hmm. At my expense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at your expense. Yeah.
2: So yeah. I stopped. It's really
1: as simple as that. Mm-hmm. I give you give. I give you give. Mm-hmm. You stop doing what? Yep. <laughs> Time for me to. Well, <laughs> that I started.
0: Was to, it that it was, was cute. It was
1: cute. It was, we was had cute. some
0: experiences. So you know, keep yeah. it
1: moving.
2: I'll try. <laughs> I'll put myself out there, but mm-hmm. I'm only gonna allow myself to be rejected or to feel dejected so many times
1: exactly Mm -hmm. that's
2: okay Mm -hmm. but the more we go and more we try because we want to appease the more you feel that rejection in return so i love that you're not not dating (laughs) i love that you're allowing yourself to feel what the hell you feel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you deny it You're going to keep making those same mistakes. Yeah.
1: And that's the biggest part. I've been, I've been this year, I've been really purposely trying to make sure that I'm learning and changing with those things. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to keep, and taking the time, like you're, you know, to, because I don't want to keep making the same thing. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, and um, at least if I move forward, I'm not meeting the person. At least it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Because I wasn't like crying over this person or like, you know, questioning myself. For six months in. Yeah, six right? months right? Like, I'm like, in love. Right.
2: Right? Just do it in the first three weeks. Right. <laughs> you know, first right. three weeks
1: of a month. time. And yes. to be
2: fair, in my experience, usually by the first month, they can't hold on past mm-hmm. that. They cannot hold up that story beyond yeah. that. You get two months, maybe three sometimes. Yeah. But for the most part, how typically they stop around... Month two. Mm-hmm. If they were going after something and you didn't give it to them mm-hmm. just because it just didn't happen. Yeah.
0: By month two, two, you'll realize it. You'll realize it. Yep. Yeah. Keep it moving. Keep
2: it. Yeah. It sounds terrible. <laughs> it really does. It
1: doesn't if, if you really look at it. I don't feel like it is, it is terrible because you're valuable and your time is valuable. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you don't get back. You don't get back. So. And I think that's why you
2: become more decisive about mm-hmm. who you spend your time with. Yeah. So again, the signs that I recognize in the beginning, I'm paying attention to them. Yeah. Because the moment they happen and then they keep happening, I know that you're just not, I'm not going to keep wasting my time. If I got to text you and double text you, you go away for a day or two <laughs> and you come back like nothing ever happened, no <laughs> apology, no hey. I could have died. I could have right. been in a ditch somewhere.
1: Right. And what yeah. about my life? Like, I get that you went through something, but you don't even know, like, You didn't even one... think
2: to check in mm-hmm. on me? Like, didn't care? Mm-hmm. Now, imagine you being pregnant with the baby at the hospital, and he going through something, and he just disappeared for two days. Right. That's how I
1: think about life. That's all right. That's a good point, because that's what someone had said online. Like, even though people go through things, especially with texting, it takes, like, five seconds for you to say, hey, I'm going through this, Blase blah, say, blah. I'm going to holler at you in a couple of days because I'm going through this. Five nothing. seconds.
2: Like
1: you nothing. woke up this
2: morning, you put your clothes on, mm-hmm. brushed your teeth. You said on the toilet a couple
1: times. On, and I know you know was, you was on your phone. phone. Exactly.
2: You ain't think, oh, maybe I should I, check on Maybe Shorty. I should just uh, like. Or maybe you didn't. And that's a, the that's a sign. That's true, That's true. Maybe you didn't think about maybe. me. You
1: might have not thought about me at all. That's and, a good point. That's a really I don't good need point. to be talking to you because I thought about you. Yeah, you thought about me. And like you said, they could have been occupied with somebody else. I've been occupied with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But if I'm
2: interested in you, I'm thinking about it. Oh yeah, you. I'm
1: gonna hit you up real quick.
2: I'm thinking sure. about how you doing. How's your day going? Mm-hmm. I'm genuinely I care. You're exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. Everybody don't. <laughs> And if they don't, that's the sign. Oh
0: yeah, that's definitely the red flags for sure.
1: Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> Buddha. <laughs> Buddha.
0: That's, that's
1: a perfect, that's Buddha. a perfect way. Kick rock. So, yes. when we end, like, episodes, I always like to ask my guests, like, are there any, like, takeaways you have from today's conversation that maybe you didn't think of before? Or if you have, like, a quote or a saying that maybe you live by in this certain situations of dating and trauma um, that you want to share with anyone? Yeah, it's two things.
2: I am doing whatever I can to create the life that I desire. Mm, okay. Um, Good. The interactions I have with people. Um, the things that I do on a daily basis, the things that I say yes to, mm-hmm. the things that I say no to, if it's not what I want for myself, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. If I have to do it for the sake of paying my bills,
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> I do part. it,
2: you know, <laughs> but it's not hard for me to do those things because I'm doing the things that I like doing. Mm-hmm. So for me to go to work every day, cause I'm in a field that I like, cause mm-hmm. that's the life that I desire. Right it doesn't make it hard for me. You know, it's not, it's not a chore. Mm. Um, same thing with dating. If it's, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel good, mm-hmm. if it doesn't make me smile, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've learned to honor myself. Yeah. Um, Is what I say. The two things that I live by and I teach my clients to live by mm-hmm. as well. Yeah,
1: that's perfect. I think for me, you? um, Is that um, recognizing that it's not you. (laughs) 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 That it obviously really is sometimes the other person. And it has sometimes nothing to do with you. You know. And um, even if it does have something to do with you. um, It's okay. Because that person is just really not your person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, that's okay.
0: (laughs) That's that's
2: okay. (laughs) And you said it. Like, I think not... Skating the fact that sometimes it is me, and I, and realizing when it is me, mm-hmm. and then
0: realizing when it's not, right? Realizing mm-hmm. when
2: it's not, and I, I always say this as well, like I'm an edu- I'm always a student to this life. Mm,
0: that's good. Um,
2: at no point is am I unable to learn, or should I be shut shutting out the world because I don't want to hear the truth yeah. about me, yeah. even if I'm dating someone or I'm talking to someone. Then they're sharing with me like, "Hey, this response is not normal. I don't feel like I deserve that. Mm. I have to
1: hear that." Yeah, absolutely. Right, I like, agree with you. So, because you can definitely learn from exes and past relationships, yeah. because you can, you know, having that objective, you know, view of you. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes you you've been in relationships with people who actually did care about you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just didn't work. It just
2: didn't for work for whatever, whatever reason. reason. For exactly. whatever reason. So I think that's a good
0: thing. Yes. Sometimes it's not you. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. it don't have to be always about you. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So is there
1: anywhere that you want to share that they can find you if they want to reach out to you? Mm-hmm. You have any social media or websites or anything? Mm-hmm. So I so I'm not on Instagram as okay. much,
2: <laughs> but um you can follow me at underscore queen beast and it's two underscores after that. Um, and also for like therapy or my private practice, um, it's, a it's a brown therapy services at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can always send me an email. Um, if you're interested in therapy services or if they have like, you know, anything, any conversations or things that, you know, they're having in the community, I'm always down for that as a social worker. So you can find me on both of those platforms on Instagram, or you could just email me.
1: Well, I appreciate you and sharing all of your knowledge. I enjoyed you. Um, This was great. Thank you. Glad you had a good time. Uh, This concludes our episode. Hey, everyone, that concludes our episode for today. Thanks for your support. Check out our YouTube channel and watch us live there. Um, And check out our social media and follow us on TikTok and Instagram. And you can actually book to be a guest on the podcast. Or you can actually book me to come and be a guest on your show or your podcast. And if you have any questions and any positive feedback... Um, or any insight, uh, go ahead and just shoot us an email uh, at askmeoutpodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy your day because everything
0: works in your favor.